Hello and welcome to the Mindset Edit. I'm your host, Victoria D'Ambrosio. I left my corporate job and became a full-time entrepreneur in just four months, and now I'm on a mission to help you do the same, to help you overcome perfectionism and build a profitable online business. This show is all about giving you the no-fluff takes on what's actually holding you back in your entrepreneurial journey and how to overcome it so that you too can confidently show up, sell out, and stand out online. Every episode is designed to give you a deeper understanding into the different aspects of entrepreneurship, business strategy, and mindset work, and include actionable tips that you can apply to start building your business today. So with that, let's dive into this week's episode. Enjoy. Hello, and welcome back to the Mindset Edit Podcast. I'm your host, Victoria D'Ambrosio, and thank you again for tuning in to this week's episode. Today's episode is what to do when your friends and family don't support you or support your goals. If you are familiar with this podcast, you know that this is a topic that's near and dear to my heart because the fear of judgment of what people will think, and in particular, people I knew, right? My friends, families, and colleagues would think of me when I want to put my content out online and start a coaching business was what kept me on the sidelines for years and was terrified to post and start my business because I was so afraid of what people would think. And I know that I'm not alone in this. And I know it's keeping a lot of people from starting a, or B, maybe you're someone who has started and you're upset and hurt because people in your real life are not supportive of you. Right. Or maybe the people in your life are supportive, but you know, there's always the internet trolls who are bringing you down and I just want to kind of cover it all here and what to do when you just don't feel supported in any way, shape, or form, because it can be really hard in the beginning stages. And this is one of those pieces of advice that just doesn't work for perfectionism, you know, or perfectionists rather, when people say, well, just don't care about what they think. And intellectually, we understand that. Intellectually, we're smart people and we know, yeah, I shouldn't care what people think but I do. So now what? Like, how do I stop caring? I don't know how to stop caring what people think, right? And so that's what I want to talk about in this episode. So before we get to how to stop caring about what other people think, I want to just dive into why we care about what they think in the first place. And the reason that we care so much about what other people think about us and our business and our goals is because deep down, subconsciously, all the way down in there, we don't fully believe in ourselves yet. And we are looking for external validation and confirmation that we are on the right path because we don't want to fail or be seen as a failure, right? Um, You know, a mentor of mine used to call this the wobbly human, right? Like, especially in the beginning, you're very wobbly. Like you think you believe in yourself, but you're questioning yourself a lot, right? Can I really do this? Is this really a business idea? Like it's all that self-doubt and you're looking for other people to confirm, yes, this is a great idea, Victoria. Yes, you are so smart and everyone's going to want to pay for your coaching, right? To ensure that you're on this right path, right? And when we then seek that external validation and we don't get it, it's confirming what we deep down believe to be true, which is that we're not good enough or that it's not possible and that we are making a mistake, right? And it, it kind of starts this cycle because what happens is as perfectionists, deep down, we don't believe that we're good enough. We ourselves do not believe that we're good enough. So we look for external validation 
And then one of the thing, two things happens, we either get it or we don't. In these examples, we don't, but let's just say you even get it, right? Someone's like, yeah, this is a great idea. Even when you get that validation, you don't actually embody it and believe it. You'll probably brush it off. You'll say, well, you're just saying that to be nice and you don't really mean it or it doesn't count for whatever reason. And you look for more external validation and you're rejecting it because again, deep down, you don't believe you're worthy. So even though people are telling you you are, or it would be a good idea in that example, you still don't believe it. Then you search for it again. And it's like this weird, like vicious cycle of never being able to believe in ourselves. And that's kind of the path that we're taking. But in this example, what's generally happening is we deep down don't believe in ourselves and our ideas fully yet because they're in their infancy stages. So we don't really know what we're doing yet. We haven't fully stepped into that version of ourselves. So it makes sense. This is the period of time when you need support the most because everything is so vulnerable and new. It's like a newborn. Like think of a baby and how much support a baby needs versus an adult. Think of your business in the exact same way. So your business is in this infancy stage and needs so much support, but also at the same time, it's not going to get it for a lot of reasons. And we'll dive into those in a little bit, right? And again, always exceptions to the rule. Like, yes, of course, there are people out here who have a very supportive network and I'm so happy and thrilled for them, but not everyone has that. So, um, you know, especially if that's you, like I, I totally get that. I've been there, so so we'll talk about it. The other reason why we care too, and if you listen to the last episode I did with Lindsay when we were talking about your ego, right? Deep down, you want to fit in because this primal piece of you thinks that if you don't fit in, you will literally die. Lindsay gave the example of it feels like a threat to your safety in the way that you'd be as if you were chased by a bear, right? That is literally what it feels like to be rejected because we're equating it with that level or lack of safety, right? And I know I said in that that podcast episode too, the example of if you were back in the day exiled from your community, you have no one to hunt or gather with, you'd be alone and you would die. So it's all of this stuff that's like really going back to these like primal parts of our brain. And that's what's causing a lot of this fear, right? The fear of being rejected we care because we want people to think we're, you know, cool and great and not a failure. But ultimately it's because we don't want to be seen as an outcast because we fear that for our safety. Now, what I want to say next is maybe a little, I don't want to say controversial, but it's not always the easiest thing to hear. So I want you to keep an open mind, which is we care because we allow ourselves to care. Nobody can make you feel a certain way. It is your thoughts that, ha- that you have about what is said that creates your feelings and emotions, right? Because like I said earlier, subconsciously, you agree with what was said. There's a piece of you that agrees, even though you don't want to or you fear that. And that's why you're upset. Because if you knew without a shadow of a doubt that this just wasn't true, you didn't agree, you would not care. I heard an example once of someone, um, you know, doing this demonstration and they had someone, you know, on stage and they were saying, you know, you have such ugly green hair, like your green is, your green hair is so ugly, blah, blah, blah. And the person on stage was a brunette, right? And so this person was like, what are you talking about? You're weird. I have brown hair, like you're crazy. And they're not offended, right? Because 
they don't have green hair. Like factually, you know, I do not have green hair. Therefore, I am not offended when you crazy person are saying my ugly hair, my ugly green hair, right? But if this person said your hair is the color of poop and it's an ugly brown and only, you know, blondes are pretty and blah, 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 blah. And if you subconsciously believe that even a little bit, then you're going to be hurt by their feelings, right? I hope my point is coming across because I feel like this is a really weird example. But my point is, if you just factually don't believe something to be true, then you don't care, right? And so it's the fact that you believe deep down, again, that you're not smart enough to run a business or have this goal and that it's not possible and that you're being stupid and unrealistic and yada, yada, yada. That's why it hurts so much. So that's why we care. And now I want to talk about what causes judgment from the other side, because there's a lot of reasons, and I'm sure this is not an all-inclusive list, but some of the main reasons of what, what this judgment or lack of support is, is being caused by, right? So first and foremost, and I know I talked about this on another podcast episode, is you have to understand, first of all, who is coming from, like, who is judging you? Where is this lack of support coming from? And understanding, like, where that's like what the rationale is behind it because there's people with bad intentions and there's people who are misguided and are trying to look out for you but it's coming off in this like judgmental lack of support way right and we want to differentiate because we don't always just like want to kick people out of our lives right maybe because that's the other thing too oh my brother doesn't support my goals should I exile him you, you know what maybe not right <laughs> and let's talk about it so the first reason of what's causing judgment for from their side is you have to understand that you are, are a reflection of what that person is not doing and the decisions and actions that they've made for their lives right and when you are going after your goals and stepping into your power regardless of what that is, right? If you want to be a coach, it doesn't matter if they want to be a coach or if they want to be a professional athlete. At the end of the day, you're going after your goals and maybe they're an accountant and they're sad that they're an accountant, right? So they could be judging you because they need to justify the fact that they never went after their goals of becoming a professional athlete because they believed that it was irresponsible or not realistic. And they have to place that on you in order to justify the fact that they never went out of their goals. So in fact, it has absolutely nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. For example, I left my corporate consulting job. In that corporate consulting job, especially when you get higher up, at least where I was, it wasn't a situation in which, okay, you put in your time when you're young and you hustle, hustle, hustle. And when you get to the highest levels, you kind of reap the rewards and you have a better work-life balance and all of these things like yes of course people who are higher up get paid more but they're still working absolutely crazy hours they're still traveling all the time they have to miss family vacations they you know are like it's just not a good time in my personal experience which is again a big reason why I left because I was like this looks like it sucks um anyway right and so it's easy for people in that position or similar to look at me and judge me and say oh, you're leaving this job to do TikTok and be a coach? That's not a real job. Like, that's stupid. Oh, you're going to have a normal working week and enjoy what you do and be able to work wherever you want and go on vacation and get paid to do what you love. Like, that's so stupid. You're just going to fail. And it's easy for them to sit there and judge me 
instead of reflect on their career choices. Now, of course, some people want to do that, and I'm not hating on anyone's career choices, but you know, it's easier for them to tear me down than to say, oh, I continued to stay in a job that made me absolutely miserable because I was told it was supposed to do, and I just believed it at face value, and I was too afraid to go after my dreams. And I have to justify the fact that I've had an awful work-life balance, and I don't like my career because it's easier to do that to tear her down than to just look at myself in the mirror and own up to the fact that I wasn't able to do that for myself, right? I don't want to harp on this too long. I think you guys get the, <laughs> the point, okay? So that's one reason why people will judge you. Um, the other reason, another reason why people might be judging you, and I alluded to this earlier, is there are people who actually care of you, care about you, but it's their misguided way of trying to help you, right? especially if it's coming from friends and family. And I know this can hurt the hardest because you're like, well, you're my friends and you're my family and you're supposed to support me and you don't. And it hurts that you don't, you know? It's because they want you to be happy and successful. And in their brain, the, there's a specific formula to being happy and successful. And right now your actions are not meeting that equation, right? They might think that in order to be happy and successful, you need to be married by a certain age, or you might need to have a certain type of job, especially if you come from a more traditional family, right? And it's not that they don't want you to be happy and successful and don't believe in you in general. It's just that they, they want the best for you and they think the best for you is being in one box. So when you leave that box, they're trying to get you back in it and it's for your best interest in their eyes right? And again, it doesn't mean it doesn't suck to be on the receiving end of that. Like I get it. Trust me. It's not fun, right? Especially when some of the people that you care about the most, like parents or a significant other, like don't support you. It's very hard and I'm not undermining that, but I want you to try to take a step back and understand like where this is coming from. And in my opinion is that as long as it's coming from a place of love, like I think it's okay. I think it's the people where it's coming from what I was talking about earlier, where they're just trying to tear you down to make themselves feel better, essentially, that there's like no place for them in my life personally, whether that's an acquaintance, a friend, a family, whatever, like absolutely no. But if it's coming from a place in their lives, I just try not to talk about it with them because I don't want to bring up the subject and because I know they're going to say something I'm not going to like, but I do know that it's coming from like a place of love. So I don't get that mad about it, if that makes sense. Um, other things that cause judgment from their side, like, and this is especially for like this misguided way of trying to help you, right? Is they like, especially if you're trying to do something with the internet and if we're talking about people who are older, the older generations, and I'm 26. So honestly, the older generation is even, <laughs> you know, people just a few years older than me do not understand the internet landscape and the reality of the opportunities that are there, how real making money is and how unconventional a lot of these things seem, but like real, real money is involved. We could talk about coaching all day long, but think about other opportunities. People are like selling things on Amazon, on Etsy, NFTs and cryptocurrency, like things like that. Like people are becoming overnight millionaires in some instances, or even they're just like replacing their salary, doing all different things. You can literally create a blog about the Smurfs and make a lot of money. People do not understand with the older generations. I think part of it is they didn't grow up with the internet. They didn't really have that opportunity to 
enjoy what they're doing. So they just cannot compute it. Right. Even I'm going to like, I'll be blatantly honest. So I obviously am doing the coaching thing and I use social media to run my business. My brother, he does other types of like internet business. I'm not going to like, you know, divulge information because that's his privacy and I'm not going to do that. But he does another like untraditional type of job. And my dad and my mom are like, what are you like? What are you two doing? Like, you guys need real jobs. Like what? You know what I mean? Like they cannot compute it in their brains fully. Like we're getting there, but it, it just, they're not getting it. And again, it's, I know where it's coming from this place of love, but my point to you guys is they're just, some people just aren't going to get it. And I think the other thing too, is to understand is that most people won't get it and they don't have to. Okay. Like no one has to get it. Ask yourself, oh, my friends and family, like they don't get what I do. Why does it, why is it important to you that they fully understand and support what you do? Like, I'm, I'm genuinely asking you because likely it's going back to, you don't believe in yourself. So you want their validation. I'll be honest. First of all, when I was in finance, no one understood what I did. Like you might, you probably even listening to me say, oh, finance, she does numbers or something. Like, first of all, half the people when I was in finance thought I did accounting, which is different. I'm not going to go into the difference, but they're very different, right? Even now people are like, oh, you're a business coach. So you can help me set up my LLC and do all my accounting and all my like contracts. And I'm like, no, that's not what I do. Right. And even in finance, there's so many different things. Like, do you know what securities lending is? Probably not. So even when I was in a traditional path, like people never really knew what I did. Right. Even when I was in consulting, people were like, what does that mean? Right. Like I even remember this is a bit of a sidebar, but my friends went out one night, they met there's a group of girls, they met a group of guys. And one of my friends was like, yeah, they all said they were consultants. Like what even type of job is a consultant? Is that even a real job? And I remember I'm like, my friend, I'm like, I'm literally a consultant. Like that is literally my job. And she's like, wait, what? So, you know what I mean? Like people, like, this is one of my friends. So like, that is literally my title. Like she didn't believe these guys when they were like, oh, and I wasn't there. I don't know what these guys are like. Anyway, I digress. Um, you know, so they don't get it. Right. Like I just met a bunch of people who are engineers. I don't really know what engineering is. I mean, I know what it is at a high level, but I don't really know what they do, right? I think the thing is, at least for me to keep people in my life, you don't need to fully understand what I do. And you don't also need to get it. That's the other thing. Some people like really want everyone to just like be like in that world too. Like for me, the example would be like, you know, personal development, right? Like you have to be into self-growth too. Like, why do they also have to do it? The way I see it, I think I might've used this analogy on the podcast before is sports. I do not care about sports. I really just don't like, I don't get it. Never am I going to be like, you know, what sounds fun. Let me put on an hour of TV and watch people throw balls around. I just don't care. Right. However, however, when I'm places that people are watching the sports and I'm talking to people and that's what they want to do. Like maybe it's Super Bowl or Sunday football or whatever. I respect that they like sports and I'll even sometimes converse with them about the sports. And by that, I mean, I will nod my head while they tell me what's happening about the sports, right? You can even tell by the way I talk about sports that I just do not care or know anything about them, right? But the difference is, like, yeah, it's not my thing, but I'm not saying mm, sports are stupid. 
you sit every Sunday for hours and watch people throw a football around, like that's so stupid. Don't you have something better to do with your time? It's just a made up game. People don't care. Right. And so the way that like, I respect sports, but I, it's just like, not my thing. And that is the expectation that I have for other people is that they don't have to necessarily fully understand what I do. They don't, it doesn't have to be their personal hobby either, but they need to respect and support it. Right. Meaning you're not going to say anything bad, like rude to me. And even though it's not your favorite topic, when I'm passionate about something or something, like I just found a really cool article, like you will entertain me and like, let me talk about it. Right. Cause I will do that for you and your thing. Like, sure. I'll listen, like, whatever. It's going to go over my head and I don't particularly care, but I care that you care about it. So I'm going to hold this space for you. That is what I look for. Of course, do what you want, right? Like there's, this is your life and you can keep whoever you want in your life. So I guess this podcast is also like, do I kick them out of my life or not? Because it is, you know, if people are being mean to you, then you don't want to surround yourself with that. But the point of this episode was, so what do you do? And like, how do you stop caring? Um, So what do you do when people don't support you to answer the question? Well, the answer is stop looking for approval or taking advice from people who don't have the life that you want. Okay. That's the first thing. Like stop looking for the approval from them because you don't need it and you want it because you don't feel like you don't approve of yourself. And in a second, I'm going to talk about how you fill that gap and how you start to gain that self-confidence, right? But recognize why are you looking for that approval in the first place? Second of all, when you are searching for the re- approval, yeah, like the alarm bell, let that go off that, oh, I'm, I'm searching for the approval. But think about who you're asking for approval from. Like if I'm going to go talk to someone like in my old job or in my family that has much more like old school job type views, and I'm going to tell them this like crazy goal that I have or about this like new type of business. Like, why am I expecting them to understand what I'm doing? Like, it just doesn't make sense. And I find that people are seeking advice and validation from people who are in a totally different field. Like, of course, like people who don't get it are not going to support it because they don't get it. Of course, people who don't get it are going to give awful advice because their advice pertains to the life that they have, not the one that you want, right? I was talking to someone recently and who has not the life that I want by a long shot. Right. But they're like in my life and they were like, you know, trying to give me unsolicited business advice that I was not looking for. You know, you don't, you don't take feedback very well because they were giving me advice and I was like, I don't want to do that. (laughs) Right. And I like laughed because, and I didn't say this, but in, in my head, I'm like thinking to myself, I take advice and I'm very good at taking feedback. Right. Like I, do that all the time with my clients to constantly improve my coaching services and my programs. And I take advice from people that I want to learn from and I implement it. And that's part of the reason why I am where I am today. But I do not take advice from people who don't have the life that I want to live. So I would also throw that piece of advice in here as well, right? Like don't look for advice or validation from people who don't get it and who don't support you because I don't know what you're looking to find. I get it. I've been there, Um, but I don't recommend it. Um, And then, so to to answer the ultimate question, which is how do I stop caring about people, what what people think? Because that's the answer to the question. 
what do I do when my friends and family don't support you? And my goals is you have to learn how to not care, right? So how, how do you start not caring? It's how it's you believing in yourself. Because when you believe in yourself and your goals, the validation and approval from others no longer matters to you. You will not be seeking it. You will not be trying to fill that void we talked about earlier in the podcast because you have filled that for yourself, right? And the ironic thing is when you stop searching for it externally because you believe in yourself, that is when you tend to get the external support. That is ten, That tends to be when you get that validation. You don't need it anymore. And that's the important part. And so how do we do that? Okay, four steps, four options rather. Option number one, surround yourself with people who are telling you yes instead of no. And if you don't have this in your real life, you need to find it, okay? I did not have this in my real life for a very, very long time. I'm talking years, years. I only just met in this, like within the last year, my business BFF, who I'm gonna have on the podcast so we can like chat about, you know, all of these things that we've gone through. But I didn't have that for a long time, right? And so how do you find that? Podcasts, audiobooks, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. Surround yourself with people who are going to lift you up. Surround yourself with examples of why it is possible and what is possible for you. Because if you constantly have people telling you yes, then you're going to start to believe that. If you constantly have people telling you no, you're going to believe that. And which one would you rather believe, right? You also have to think about it in terms of a ratio. If there's two people telling you yes and 25 people telling you no, what are you going to believe? And also we tend to put more weight on the no's and the rejections and the rude comments than the nice comments. So you need to over-index on the positivity, right? So go all in, really be on yourself, like unfollow or mute people who are not doing it for you and go follow five to 10 new accounts or more who are going to lift you up and show you what's possible. B, you can also try to find people in real life who can help support you on your journey, whether this is friends that you meet online who are in similar spots, or you can do what I did, which was hired a coach, right? I don't think people talk about this enough, but yes, a coach can help you like with the strategy side from both like mindset and business or whatever they're doing, but it's also someone who is going to support you and hold space for you. And that is so, so valuable and important, especially in the beginning and early stages, right? Because if you can't have the strength enough to get out of your own way and to start because you don't have any of that support, then it doesn't matter at all, right? And so if you don't have anyone in your real life and you need someone in your real life and you know that, hire a coach. I promise you it will be worth it. That's what I did. And I'm only here because I hired a life coach over a year ago. And that's why I was able to start finally posting on TikTok because I had someone who was in my corner helping me work through all of those mindset blocks, right? So it makes a world of the difference. I wouldn't have a business. I wouldn't be standing here without that. Um, Number two is to focus on what actually matters, right? What actually matters is not what anyone thinks about you or your goals. What matters is the life that you want to create, why you want to create it, and the impact you can have. I just got off of a coaching call earlier today and I was talking to my client and I've like, I don't want to like sound, I'm not trying to sound conceited in any way, but like I've literally changed her life. I've literally changed her life 
because she was in debt and now she has a coaching program and she was, she was trying to be a coach for a very long time, had all these offers, no one was buying all these things. And now is making money doing coaching because of our work together. Like I've literally changed her life and that is what matters. Like that's what freaking matters. Not what anyone thinks about me. It's what I think about myself and the impact that I have and the reason for my business. So I want you to focus on that too. And it could also be more selfish, like reasons too, or good. Like you want to make money so you can support yourself and your family and give back to like charities and all these other things. Like that's what matters, right? And keeping that always top of mind. Uh, Two more things to do to like help build the self-confidence is create a vision board for the life that you want. Know that it's possible and constantly like put that somewhere where you can see it. So you're reminded of the bigger vision, why you do what you do and what's possible for you. And then for affirmations and subliminals, this helps so much in rewiring your mindset in terms of starting to really believe in yourself and what is possible for you. So that was a bit of a long-winded episode that took a couple of twists and turns, but I hope you find it was helpful. And as always, if you like this podcast, definitely let me know. Feel free to reach out on Instagram. My handle is at Victoria D'Ambrosio. If you liked it, please, please, please leave a rating and review on iTunes. It really does help me as a new podcaster and content creator. It goes a very long way and I would appreciate it so much. If you guys have any questions, feel free to hit me up in the DMs. I'm always happy to talk. And with that, I will see you in the next episode. Bye.